back to the Daily Dimensions podcast. As always, I am your host, Smitty, back with another one, man. And today we will be discussing my good sis, Lori Harvey, and my good brother, Michael B. Jordan. We're getting straight into it. Uh, I'm not normally one for the celebrity news. <laughs> I'm not really one for the celebrity gossip, the tea, if you will. But there's a lot to be talked about with this situation because... There are those who find themselves consumed by this, uh, interested in this. They, they they care more about celebrity relationships than one really should. And then it leads to these conversations, these Facebook debates, these Instagram arguments, these tweets back and forth about relationships, how they should be, uh, how a man should be, how a woman should be, what's okay, what's not okay, who should you blame, who do you point the finger at, it's his fault, it's her fault, it's everyone's fault, and it just creates this space, whether we realize it or not, where none of us can really agree on relationships, and as we grow ourselves and then turn into people who get into relationships and have children, how are we being shaped, and then how are we going to shape our children to view relationships. So a lot to be talked about in this episode. Um, and it's all stemming off of my, my good sis, Lori Harvey, my good brother, Michael B. Jordan, man, <sighs> sad. But if you don't know, um, they were in a relationship for a little bit over a year. Um, Lori being famous for dating a lot of, uh, a lot of famous men, <laughs> but, um, they were in a relationship for a little bit over a year. Michael B. Jordan was in it for the long haul. He was ready to commit, tie the knot, put a ring on it, take her officially off the market, make her an honest woman, all them things. And Lori just was not ready for that. Um, she just was not ready, didn't want it. That's not what she wanted. Or let me not say that's not what she wanted. She didn't want that right now. Let's phrase it that way. That's not what she wanted right now. And that's understandable, right? She's 25. He's 35. Not everybody at 25 is ready to settle down, be married, commit, start having children, build a family, all of those other things. But the conflict comes from <laughs> there. There's a pocket of people who like think Lori was using Mike. She didn't really like Mike. Uh, we can't really be mad at Lori. Who wants to be married at 25 anyway? There's a lot of different ways to look at it. Um, the way I see it, I don't blame Lori at all. I think quite honestly, fame turned her into this person that she is now <laughs> where she's like, I guess a serial dater or a uh, dating for sport, if you will. Cause you look at her list at 25 years old, she's already loosely I'll, I'll quote unquote, like been in relationships with, uh, Trey songs, future, Diddy and his son <laughs> and a bunch of other people and that alone right Mike should have seen the red flags I, any woman who is 25 and younger and was with the son and the father I wouldn't have never I would have never approached her I'm just that's me I'd have never approached her but I was talking to someone else about this recently and it's like to be her age and to be able to have access to whomever you want, like we're all, let's be honest. We all have celebrity crushes. My celebrity crush is Shinsea. I love her. Everybody knows that. But 
<laughs> with that being said, we all had that celebrity crust where you, we look at him and it's like, oh, love her. You feel me? For the longest, Halle Berry had a title back in the day. Now it's whomever. Like, there's a bunch of them you could think about. But everybody has that. So imagine being her at that age and you have that. But not only do you have it, you can access it and you've been accessing it. I mean, if I'm her, I probably... I probably wouldn't have stopped either. Like <laughs> I probably wouldn't have stopped either. So I can't really say I, I, I falter on anything. Um, I think my man, Mike should have seen the red flags and I think he should have just never approached that situation. The moment they got in a relationship, I was like, yeah, this ain't going to end well for my boy, Mike. He's not ready for what's about to happen. But I say all that to say, as we, Especially people in my age range, but just for anybody, period, because relationships, regardless of age, we have to approach relationships with a certain level of care that we have not been approaching it with as of late, especially with my generation. It's almost as though we don't value relationships anymore. Relationships are scary for a lot of people. Relationships are a joke for a lot of people. Relationships are a sport or a game or just something to do for a lot of people. And for some like myself, relationships are still very important, still really valued and approached in a a, a meaningful, purposeful way. But there are pockets of people who date just because they don't want to be alone. <laughs> they have to have somebody to talk to, to text, to to hit up late night, to cuddle, whatever. You have to have that person because you can't live without male or female interaction. Right. There's people like that. There's people who um, just get in relationships because they want to be intimate, but they don't want to look <laughs> like a hoe. So it's like I have to be in a relationship or else I'm going to look crazy or they get in it because they feel like they have to be in it. Um, they get in it just to see where it goes. And it's like, oh, you're like, why are you making this commitment just to see where it goes? You should have a plan. <laughs> you should have a purpose for your relationship. But whatever, you know, there's there's those people who are doing that as well. The the Let's just let it happen naturally. Let's not put a title on it. Let's not put it in a box. Let, so there's so many different directions. Relationships are going different ways. They're seen. And not only are relationships seen several different ways, the people in them are seen several different ways because we have individuals like the Kevin Samuels of the world, may his soul rest in peace, who, you know, talk about the high value man and talked about woman in a certain light. And he said, if you're a woman over 35, you're and you're single, you're a used woman or something like that. He would say some like wild <laughs> he would say some wild stuff, but he really said, yo, if you're a woman over 35 and you're single, you're a used woman. And just that alone, what are we teaching people to get on a platform and tell people that you're used? What? <laughs> so then there's uh, this space where, you know, if you're a man and you're emotional or you express emotions or you're more in tune with your emotions you're like a beta male and then you have to there's alpha males and high value men and so many different things but at the end of the day I can only speak for myself and I know ultimately my goal is to be married I want to be married 
I want to have a family. I want to have children. And I need to be in a relationship that is led by God. Right. Because I'm unapologetic about my faith. I'm honest about my faith. And I talk about it here on this platform freely. And for me to be in a relationship with you, God has to be included. God has to be involved. He's got to be that third piece in that relationship, the third pillar in that relationship. You got to love God just as much as I do. Now, I'm not saying, and when you say that, it scares people because then it's like, oh, you about to be a Jesus freak and we can't have fun in this. You can have fun in a God-filled relationship. Don't let people fool you on that. You don't have to be what everybody else expects you to be. You don't have to be what's on social media to be, you can have fun in those relationships and it's, it's possible and it's happened. <laughs> it's real, but I have certain standards. I have certain expectations. I have certain boundaries for a relationship. And if you can't meet those, then I'm not going to waste my time pursuing you. I'm not going to waste my time prolonging a relationship that I know is not going to end up in the destination I want it to be is not going to meet the criteria I have for it. And it's not falling in line with what I need as far as what I need to be met emotionally, physically, spiritually, all of those aspects. If it's not meeting that it's very obvious in the beginning, but a lot of us hold on to these relationships, hold on to these things because They may be me in one particular area and you don't want to lose that one particular thing. So we hold on to it forever. But I'm here to tell you what we need and what we need to move forward to as a culture is have a standard for your relationship. Right. Have a purpose for your relationship. Have a goal for your relationship. Have boundaries for your relationship. And if the person you're entertaining, the person you're with is not meeting these things, don't continue to entertain it. Life is too short and relationships are too valuable and the impact relationships have on you as a person are too big to entertain a failing relationship or a relationship that doesn't meet your expectations long term. There are a lot of people who will be in relationships and will entertain it for two years, three years, four years, however many years, however many months, however long it goes, knowing full heartedly that this person is not meeting our expectations, but we won't let it go. And you spend year after year being damaged being hurt, being uh, stained by this relationship that you're not getting anything out of because you didn't set that boundaries. You didn't enforce them or maybe you, you set them, but you didn't enforce them. You didn't, um, you lowered your value by staying and to anyone, male, female, my woman, especially know your value in a relationship. Don't enter into a relationship thinking that you are less than, or you, you are the prize fellas. You too. You are the prize. Enter into the relationship, understanding you are the prize. And if they're not doing anything to win that prize by meeting these standards and expectations and respecting these boundaries, then go (laughs) take the prize away. We're here out giving people these first place trophies. We're the first place trophy and we're just handing it to people who are coming in last (laughs) because we feel like we can't find somebody 
who's going to come in first. Don't do that. Don't do that. Step away from it. If it's not for you, if it's not working, if it's not meeting your criteria, don't hold on to it. Right. Don't hold on to these dead flowers because they were once beautiful. You got to move on and you got to let go. And we as a society really have to shift our view on relationships, how we feel about relationships, look at it, respect it and approach it because the the most desirable relationships right now are like the most trash ones. <laughs> you know, we don't have that standard to look at. You know, a lot of us come from single parent households, so there's the there's no model of a, a good relationship. So then we look to society for a model of a good relationship. And then you get the Will and Jada's of the world where their relationship is a mess. You get the uh, <laughs> the Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan's of the world and their relationships is not the greatest. You get uh, my man Johnny Depp <laughs> and his shorty like out here bugging. You get all of these relationships and this is what's shown to you because it's not being shown in your household. And what are we supposed to do with that? Where are we supposed to go with that? What am I supposed to take from that? When every relationship I've seen in my life has been negative, has been toxic, has been problematic. How am I supposed to win in relationship if I've never been taught how to win a relationship? So it's really important for us to get it right now and understand it right now, not just for ourselves, but for those who come after us, our children, our grandchildren, nieces, nephews, godchildren. Whoever it is in your life that's coming up under you and you have an impact on their growth and their development, we need to get it right and understand it now so that they don't have to live through the traumas that we live through or that our parents live through. Right. How many of us have parents who have had a failed relationship and everything they teach you is how to avoid the failures they had, not how to succeed. Right. Not what to look for, not um, how to win in a relationship, how to be successful in a relationship, but just how not to deal with the things that they had to deal with. And we're, there's so much of us being taught from pain, being taught from absence, being taught how to avoid, being taught how to uh, dismiss things, dance around things. But we're not being taught how to win in a relationship. And if there's anything that you take from this. I don't have all the clues, all the tools to tell you like, hey, this is the surefire way to win in a relationship. But what I can tell you is that bottom line, bare minimum, regardless of who you are, one, you need to respect yourself because if you don't respect yourself, you can't expect your partner to respect you. Set boundaries and not only set these boundaries, but enforce these boundaries because if you draw a line in the sand and they cross it and you do nothing about it, they just set the new line. And if you continue to let them set that line, you're going to find yourself in a space where you don't even know who you are anymore. Right. Enter into a relationship with a purpose is the purpose of this relationship just to get to know each other. Is it just to build a friendship is it just strictly a physical relationship or am I trying to get to know this person so that ultimately maybe one day we may get married and have a family and understand what that is from the beginning. And if you ever feel like that relationship is starting to change into something else or you want it to change into something else, communicate that. 
Be honest with each other. There's no reason why you should be in a relationship with somebody and feel as though you have no voice. You can't talk to them. You can't be honest with them and you can't express yourself. And the last thing I'm going to say is allow yourself time to heal before you enter into a new relationship. Understand who you are first. Understand what makes you you. There are a lot of us who enter in relationships looking for the other person to complete us, looking for the other person to make us whole. You know, you hear it in a lot of people's wedding vows. I didn't know who I was. I was lost without you. And it's like, okay, like that sounds great. That sounds like very lifetime movie ish. But in a practical sense, would you really want to partner with someone for the rest of their life, the rest of your life? Would you really want to partner with someone who was lost? (laughs) You feel me? Or would you want to partner with someone who knows where they're going, knows who they are, knows what they want to do, has a plan, has a purpose, like is a solid individual, someone that, you know, if you were down, they can hold you up because they're their own person, too, because if you're a half and they're a half and your half ain't working. Now we just left. <laughs> we not left with much. But when you're two whole individuals and you decide to share something together, that's different versus two empty people looking to fill a void within one another. Someone else shouldn't be filling the void in your life. You have to do the necessary work to fill that void. And a lot of us shy away from that work. We'll try and fill this void through through uh drinking through alcohol through partying clubbing through sex and we're trying to fill a void fill this emptiness with some other positive feeling and the whole time the problem is we're not doing the work (laughs) we're not doing the work we're just looking to uh keep living Off of these temporary emotions is like I have enough fun on the weekend to get me the next weekend. It's like you're living paycheck to paycheck, but emotionally. Right. I had enough drinks this weekend to get me to the next week and I had enough smoke to get me through this next week. You know, I had enough sex to get me to this next week. And you're living paycheck to paycheck emotionally. And then you enter into a relationship with somebody. Now you got two people emotionally check to check that can't sustain each other that can't sustain themselves. And it's, 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 it's sad. It's problematic. And it leads to a lot of failed relationships, man. And God forbid you get pregnant and wasn't planning it. And then what about this kid who is now has two emotionally detached parents? It's, it's, it's really bad, but I do have faith in this generation that we will get it right. I know that I'm trying myself to get it right. Relationships are hard, man. They're a challenge, but understand you are the prize. I know I'm the prize. (laughs) And I know that I'll find that person who sees it too. So with that being said, let's keep working. Let's keep grinding. Let's get better each day. Set those boundaries. Set the tone for your relationship. Date intentionally. Have purpose for your relationship. And don't let nobody reset your boundaries. So with all that being said, I love y'all, man. This is Daily Dimensions. Until next time, peace.